0: Welcome back everybody to the Star Wars podcast where we talk all things Marvel and Star Wars. Please take a moment to take our show notes to find our social media, merch, and more. Today we are recapping She-Hulk episode 4 in full spoiler details, so if you haven't seen the episode, I would get out of here. And I'm here with a guy, first time on the podcast, really excited. It's my buddy Marcus. Marcus, how's it going?
1: I'm doing great, man. How you doing, Michael?
0: I'm doing good, ready to go, ready to talk some She-Hulk. So Ooh. I'm going to give you the chance here because we haven't talked a whole lot. This is like uh, our first time, like, you know, quote unquote face to face. So I like for me and the audience, I want to give you the chance to like, introduce yourself a little bit. Tell them about who you are and maybe talk about your love for Marvel stuff.
1: OK, so if you all don't know me, I'm Marcus Hilson. Um, I'm basically just an average fan of um, everything Marvel, DC, I am um, really like some of the older comic book companies like Malibu and uh, Dark Horse, even though they're still around. But I basically had a love for comics ever since I was about maybe seven years old. And my introduction into comics came from actually it actually came from uh, the X-Men animated series, um, the one that came out in the 90s. And uh, since then, I've been a fan of everything DC Marvel, been a huge Superman fan. Um, I loved all the Christopher Reeves uh, Superman films. Um, I'm a gamer as well as a former film student. So that's basically me in a nutshell.
0: Awesome. I'm trying to remember. I'm looking at it now. So I didn't watch the original X-Men series, but there was one that came after it that I did watch and I can't remember the name of it. I thought it was like X Men Ultimate, or you're um, um, talking. Is it the one
1: after the one that came out in the '90s, like in Yeah, the early yeah I think that was called X Men Unlimited. No, that was Spider Man Unlimited. But same <laughs> yeah, time period, uh,
0: something like that. But I, I, that's what I grew up on. So that is like I loved, I loved that series. So uh, I very much relate to you in that way. Um, well, Marcus, let me ask you. Uh, I feel like. You know, on this podcast, we have really enjoyed She Hulk for what it is, but it has been very uh, divisive online. I, I don't think everyone loves it as much as we do. So I'm right. excited to get your opinion. As, a, as the series as a whole, what have you been thinking?
1: Okay. So She Hulk and the Hulk, both of those characters, to be honest, I wasn't necessarily a fan of. Um, I wasn't necessarily too informed about She Hulk's history. So I went into this series kind of just open-minded. Now, I see some of the backlash that a lot of um, fans are giving this show and this series. And me personally, I think the backlash is necessarily more so coming from the direction that the MCU is currently going in, more so than a show in particular. For example, when you look at um, what just happened with the whole Infinity Saga, and um, the conclusion of certain characters like Tony Stark and uh, Steve Rogers and basically us ending that chapter and going into a new chapter with, you know, Miss Marvel, um, uh, Kate Bishop's Hulk and Moon Knight and all these characters. Um, fans are still kind of. Uh, I don't want to say. Not as open minded, but they're still kind of stuck on what we just experienced and in my opinion i feel like fans are waiting for that next thanos story arc when i personally believe that marvel has the perfect opportunity to set up multiple story arcs in a sense of okay we're going to set these characters up to focus on a street level kingpin no pun intended and we're going to focus these characters to deal with the intergalactic Threats and these characters to deal with the earthly threats. So, with me saying that long explanation, I think that a lot of fans are just mad and not really open minded to uh, the different approach Marvel's taken. They they're stuck on the whole Thanos aspect.
0: And here's the thing: this is what was great about Infinity War and Endgame. We had twenty whatever year, just uh, not twenty. What was it? Eighteen? I don't know. We had many, many years building up to that. and it's yeah. it's the time that we had to get there that made it so great. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people aren't like processing. like it's almost like we're at a new chapter. It's like're we're, we're kind of starting over again. You have to have some build up, and that's what we're getting. Like they're not gonna give us they're not gonna give us in game immediately, right? Um, and even even when we get to the upcoming Avengers movies that there's no claim that it's gonna be the same. you know, maybe there's still even a bigger event down the road. Uh, Maybe this is just like our new Avengers 1 and Avengers 2. And then we have our Infinity War later. You know, it's like, I think you got to have some patience with this stuff. And you're right. I I could totally see where some people are a little worried about, like, I don't know, some of the directions, some of the stuff. You know, She-Hulk is silly in a lot of ways um, that a lot of Marvel properties are not. Um, It's got like a very over the top theatrical nature to it that i don't think people are used to but i think the thing about it is you kind of have to look at this in a vacuum because it is so different and i'll tell you what um you know i i thought it was cute i thought it was like silly leading up to this but like i genuinely laughed like multiple times in episode four like there's some really good moments so i'm excited to talk about it
1: yeah and um to be honest there are a few things that i like and there also are a few things that i dislike but overall, um, I'm pretty, for the most part, intrigued by the direction that they're taking this show and the risk that they're taking as far as like um, some of the over the top, you know, jokes and her talking to the audience and things of that nature. So and I'm curious to, to know your opinion, if you think Donnie Blaze is actually Johnny Blaze or a different take on Ghost Rider.
0: You know, someone asked me the other day, they sent me like a list of superheroes and they asked me to rank them based on power level. And Ghost Rider was in there. And what I told them was I didn't feel like I could properly rate Ghost Rider because I don't think I know Ghost Rider well enough. I haven't read the comics. I barely remember that movie that came out. Uh, So actually, Marcus, I'm going to throw it to you. Is that a possibility? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I heard
1: a lot of speculation. Um, Visually, he looks like he could play the part. I don't know. I mean, the, the 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 good thing about Marvel is that there's so many different heroes and there's so much speculation as far as like with cameos and easter eggs as far as like um Nova from um um the first Guardians movie and we still never even seen that character yet. And you know, I personally I hope so, but if it isn't, I wouldn't be, you know, too disappointed.
0: I mean, even if it's not him, it, it could be like, uh, it could be like setting up like, uh, does he have a brother, you know, uh, something like that. So um, uh, we will start, I'll start to dive in the episode here. And we do open on Donnie Blaze and he's doing his whole uh, magic performance. But there's another character here that I think kind of broke the Internet. Um, what did you think about Madison? Madison spelled with two N's and a Y, but... but
1: it's not where you think.
0: Yeah, she likes that. She has a catchphrase for her name. Uh, Marcus, what did you think of Madison? <laughs> oh, I thought she
1: was hilarious, man. I, I thought that uh, she was um, something different, something we really haven't seen that type of, of a party character in the MCU yet. Um, yeah, she was just kind of like a brush of fresh air. Um, that That's all I really have to say about that. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. So the big thing here is uh, Donnie Blaze is like opening portals with uh, some of this mystic magic. Um, And uh, Wong doesn't like this. I guess the first introduction we get is he throws uh, Madison through a portal and she ends up in Wong's apartment, which is awfully uh, convenient, I think. But Wong is watching The Sopranos. Marcus, are you a Sopranos fan? No. Okay. Oh, you haven't seen her. You're not a fan.
1: Yeah, I, I love uh, the, the whole mobster films and, and, and TV series, but that's one of the series that I haven't made my way to yet. I started like- the first episode, but I started watching Lost, and then I was like, oh, let me finish this first.
0: Yeah, Lost is a good one, too. Uh, I do recommend Sopranos. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, Ma- Madison's so funny here. She She's followed in. She spoils the Sopranos. Um, one of my favorite things that she says, like she talks like a, just like, I don't know, uh uh, Gen Z like just very like a lot of <laughs> a lot of like uh, but she says this she said she got sent to a diff to Mitch, and I was like <laughs> I guess that's one way to put it
1: yeah <laughs> um,
0: but so another moment we get here uh, I guess next is when we go to Jen and Jen is uh, breaking the fourth wall again and she says something that I thought was incredibly dangerous incredibly bold she said that uh, bringing on a guest star uh, we'll give the show Twitter armor. Um, and I was like, uh, th- I feel like Twitter hates you right now, so I don't know if it gave you armor.
1: That's funny. Um I you know what? I respect that though. I, I respect the fact that they kind of know uh, some of the backlash that they're gonna receive, but they're going for it anyway, you know, and I, and I feel like if you believe in your craft, then by all means, you know, just go for it. So I kind of respect that.
0: No, you're right. I think they really are leaning into, like, because from the get-go, from the second that that they announced this show, um, you had people online hating the concept, hating the character. And uh, they even show in one of the previous episodes, like, uh, uh, a little clip of, like, comments online about people hating on S.H.I.E.L.D., but they were the same comics that they pulled from the real-life internet, so. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, I, I do want to ask you one quick question. All right. Um, As far as like the representation of some of the female superheroes, do you feel like She-Hulk is a little bit different uh, in regards to her character and her character arc so far that we've seen um, in comparison to like some of the other females uh, characters as well as superheroes that received a lot of backlash like Rey from Star Wars and Captain Marvel and, you know.
0: Yeah, good question. Um, I, I feel like I'm trying to think of like more recent examples, like, um, no. and actually, like, like Miss Marvel, you get Kate Bishop, you get Yelena, like these types of characters. What I actually like about She-Hulk is I do actually feel like she is the most different from all the others. Um, first and foremost, she doesn't want to be a superhero, which I think is like an interesting crux for that character. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, anybody that like, uh, you know, I, I guess that's it. Like I was mentioning the comments that they showed, you know, it was like the M- people saying stuff like the MCU, right. To like, kind of like down it by saying it's, it's too, it's got too many women now, I guess, which I, I mean, I think it's weird because, you know, for so long, this Marvel universe has been ruled by men. Um, mm-hmm. even, even though we had Black Widow and the Avengers, uh, a, a woman never got uh, her own movie. A woman never got her own show. So now that we're here now, the page is almost flipped a little bit. And there's almost more female characters than there are male. I think it's really refreshing. And I think they're doing a good job. And like I said, She-Hulk's different. But even um, somebody like Yelena, like, she's different in the fact that she has like a chip on her shoulder. right? She has like uh, vendettas against people. And uh, I don't know. I think they're doing really well with this stuff. And honestly, I think She-Hulk is a really good example of how they're doing it well yeah um to be honest um i
1: have mixed feelings um i'm kind of a traditionalist when it comes to a lot of comic book characters like i said i haven't necessarily followed she hulk's lore as well as the hulk i'm familiar with the characters but i honestly i'm not that big of a fan and not that i dislike them it's just that you know they're not my personal preference uh or first choice for that matter but um With that being said, I agree. Uh, I feel like so far, the introduction to a lot of characters has been executed well for the most part from an introductory standpoint. But once again, I just feel like the everyday fan is still stuck on the previous 10 years. And like you said, it's the fact that the transitions uh, from having majority male superheroes to now majority female superheroes is kind of a rough transition for people. So with me saying that, my question for you is, what do you think Marvel could have done differently to make it an easier transition for some of the diehard comic book fans? Because it seems like the, the casual audience just flat out loves it, but it's more so the traditionalist like myself, but even more diehard traditionalists that aren't as open minded are more upset about things.
0: So I hear you. And here's the interesting thing. And uh, I am not a big comic guy. I, I could name all the Marvel comics on one hand. I, you know, Planet Hulk. I read The Hawkeye Run. I've read Secret Wars. I've read Young Avengers. I think that's it. Um, so I'm not a big comic guy. With that being said, um, I think there are ways they could have done this better and i think it goes for a lot of the new characters not just you know the female characters but i I think it has to do and i think again this is what she hulk is doing well uh uh, i mean just to answer your question about how they could have done, done it better she hulk is being shepherded into this world with other characters like hulk and wong meanwhile characters like moon knight and uh miss marvel didn't have that it almost felt like a separate story it felt almost too disconnected and i feel like yes we we can't rush getting back to like that in game feeling but i think you can build out this world a little bit more to make it feel uh a little bit better and i don't know if that really solves your issue as far as the comics go um but i think it does solve the issue of like building the world better
1: yeah and uh if you really think about it like uh to relate it more to she-hulk um she actually has an advantage with this show because every other character that we mentioned from the previous uh phases they were introduced strictly through film so it was like a one-off and or you know besides the sequels obviously but you just had that one two-hour film and that's it whereas these characters have uh usually six to you know 10 episodes of story of you know um adversity and character building to go through. So it's kind of a different approach that I feel like a lot of fans should take in consideration too, because if She-Hulk was just a film, it will work. But it also, we wouldn't get some of those moments that you refer to that you really like because you have to condense it for a film for an hour and a half to two hour film. So I think a lot of fans should take that in consideration as well.
0: Let me throw this at you, Marcus. Here's my pitch. Um, Would it have been better if we kept all the movies just for standalone characters? Like, for instance, there would be a She-Hulk movie, a Miss Marvel movie, a Moon Knight movie, right? Let's say that they all got their own movies and there were no TV shows. And what if the TV shows were the team-up movies? Like your... And not even necessarily like Avengers, but, you know, something more like WandaVision something more like Hawkeye that involves more characters. Um, do you think that would have helped more if it was more like uh, we introduce the characters in the movie and then everything else is just building on that world? And maybe it's like a cast of three or four Avengers in one show. What do you think about that?
1: I personally think it should be the other way around. I okay. think I think uh, it, it should be like how we're getting now where you could flush out a character like She-Hulk and Moon Knight where you can get a six to 10 episode uh, of their journey and of their story. And then for like the Secret Wars film or um, the multiverse saga, that should be strictly a film. You know what I mean? So when we have characters kind of cross paths to fight like that big villain or that big threat, I feel like that's where more of a bigger budget should be should, uh, basically, you know, go. So
0: completely fair, fair points made. Um, so, uh, let's talk about the episode a little bit more here. Another thing is a big one. She is, um, setting up a dating profile. Um, uh, Marcus, I have to ask, uh, are you a dating site, man?
1: No, I'm married.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, good for you. Um, I am as well. So that's why I was like, Actually my wife and I we met on Tinder. So and that was like right when Tinder like started. Um sure. so I don't have a lot of experience with the dating apps. I was hoping you could provide some insight but um
1: um I'm prior navy and when I was in the navy um you know I was on a few dating apps uh back then but <laughs> it's funny cuz that was 10 years ago and it just seemed like the world has changed and technology has changed so much and now um everything is just so digestible where everything is instant oatmeal you know nobody wants that long drawn out cooked you know uh, mix of emotions I guess I kind of lost my train of thought as far as where I was going with the example but uh, yeah so when you look at dating apps and it's interesting to have a character like She-Hulk for them to be able to Uh, dive into that aspect of her wanting to find love and her basically um, looking for her purpose and kind of balancing out that and her uh, um, responsibilities now with her new form powers and not to jump over on DC is kind of what people were to a certain degree expecting in a Superman film. Because we haven't necessarily seen that since the Christopher Reeves Superman films. And I feel like they're they're able to do that over at Marvel with, you know, characters like She-Hawk, where we could see her as Jennifer Waters and her day-to-day, you know, lawyer duties and things of that nature. And then when she has to become She-Hulk to fight like some little demons and stuff like that, like we saw. So
0: Yeah. Uh Okay, well, let me ask you this. Uh, should they say no corporate headshots in the dating profile. Is that, is that a good rule to go by? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll take your word on it then. Um, so uh, I, then I guess the next thing here we get is um, Wong shows up to talk to uh, She-Hulk about this magician who is misusing the mystic arts. Um, and Jin's basically like, I can't really help you. You didn't... There was no NDA, there's no non compete, um, but that's gonna be basically what this episode's all about: is this court case between Wong and um, Donnie Blaze, right? So, um, yeah, just especially in some of this courtroom stuff, it is so silly. Like this is where I got a lot of my laughs. Of course, they bring Madison back in; she's a witness. But my favorite part was the fact that. His lawyer was also a magician, and he's like doing tricks like in the courtroom. Which it's like this would never happen in real life. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, big big fan of uh, all this stuff. Um, so I guess back to uh, some of the dates that she she has a lot of dates, but there's one that stood out to me in particular. There's one guy who was very interested in She Hulk as far as. He was asking about her powers a lot. He was asking if Vibranium would affect her. Like, this is a bad guy, right? Yeah. He works works for the Wrecking Crew. That's my guess.
1: Yeah, I'm not... Like I said, with me not being too familiar with this character's story, I don't know, but I do feel like this character will basically come back, you know, in a later season or at least a later episode, maybe. So... It's interesting to see, you know, what happens with that character if he pops back up or if he's a scroll, or, you know, something else.
0: Well, I just thought it was interesting because in the previous episode, she gets jumped by that group of guys. And one guy was trying to, like, inject her with something, but it yeah. wouldn't work. So and then we got this guy asking, like, what can penetrate your skin? It's like uh, it seemed very connected to me. I don't know. I don't trust him.
1: From the same organization that was hunting down Miss Marvel. Um. Uh,
0: um, the DoDC yeah yeah possibly yes yes I could see I could see that and she, I, we saw the DoDC prison in here already so yeah. um, something to think about um, but yeah I, uh, a lot of funny moments here uh, again just like uh, you know one guy is asking how much you can deadlift the uh, uh, one guy's talking about his movie is Sundance yeah um, but there is one guy that it's the doctor that she likes and uh yeah they're gonna go back to their apartment but this is when things really get messy with um these demons uh because donny blaze is back at it again he lets a demon out of a portal and um all hell breaks loose uh he tries to return it but more come out what do you think of these little little guys these little demons
1: oh man it it, it was interesting and it was interesting for a lot of reasons um once again, I, I just feel like it's kind of foreshadowing for one of the directions that Marvel's going to be going. Now, with Donnie Blaze being so similar to Johnny Blaze in certain aspects and him summoning these little demons or whatever, and us knowing that there's a Blade potential movie or series coming down the line, I feel like, you know, we're going to get that. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? We're we're gonna get some form of a of a almost demonic ish type of threat, you know, maybe Blackheart in the future, or Mephisto? Uh, yeah, Mephisto. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and um, obviously, with with the whole witchcraft, with Agatha and and the Book of uh, uh oh man, I I, I get,
0: I, get uh, I I can't remember either.
1: Because <laughs> Wong made a joke about it, the book of Ashanti.
0: Yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah, this another one too. The one that uh um Wanda used before she supposedly
0: the dark old
1: Yeah, the dark hole. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I I feel like they're throwing you know little semi Easter eggs and kind of foreshadowing like, hey, this is going to be another potential threat somewhere down the line. So.
0: I like that because you mentioned, like, like you said, we have our street level heroes, we have our galactic heroes, we have our demonic heroes. I guess. Um, so yeah, I think that would be. There actually was another point where Madison said she was put into a dimension and she had to make a deal with a demon to get out. Yeah,
1: see, that's another Easter egg or foreshadow. So I think that's what Marvel might end up doing. You know,
0: hey, I'm here for it. Uh, <laughs> bring out the demons, I guess. Um, but yeah, so Wong interrupts their date and she comes to help fight these guys. Um, she's... <laughs> we haven't seen her in action a lot. Like, uh, it was kind of jarring to, like, see her fight. You think so? I mean, I guess she had that moment, like I said, where she got she was getting jumped in the alleyway. Um, yeah. And then she fought Hulk. But other than that, like, we haven't really seen her, like really, like, on a superhero level, like, fight something?
1: Well, I I think, me personally, I think they're doing that on purpose. I think they want this character for us to get more involved uh, or more attached to her personality before they just give us all of her powers. Because when you think of a character like the Hulk, that's one of the issues I had with the Hulk personally, is um, I didn't really know too much of the Bruce Banner backstory. I just knew the character Hulk, and he was just kind of like this Frankenstein-ish, mindless creature that was just raw. So I feel like they want to break those stereotypes to the casual uh, fans or viewers and just give us more of Jennifer's story so that we will all be invested into Jennifer, which then, once she becomes a She-Hulk, has to you know fight different uh creatures or whatnot will be more invested into that character as well instead of just being invested into she-hulk
0: yeah that makes sense and like i mentioned earlier it's not like she really wants to be a superhero so um uh, i guess it's it's a long road to get there um it'll be interesting to track though um but uh, so I guess uh, yeah, so they end up they end up throw, throwing the the demons back into the portal. Um, she is one of the demons to convince them to agree to the season assist. So I guess that issue is resolved now. Um, but uh, so I guess the next big thing though is a lot of the Titania stuff that we get. We get oh. Titania on the news first and foremost, and she apparently all of her charges have been dropped. But she's also suing Jennifer Walters.
1: Yeah, for the she hawk
0: trademark. <laughs> that was clever. Yeah. Uh, what uh, are you? What do you think of Titania? I know she's from the comics. I don't know her. Uh, you got any opinions there? Well, I'm I'm intrigued
1: by the character. I, I, I like the approach that they're doing with her character, where she's not just a, a villain in a physical sense, but more so of a mental and even financial sense, where we get to see a villain antagonize a hero in multiple ways, even with the whole trademark thing, like, Hey, that's my name. And she Hulk is a part of my brand. So you can't use it. So, you know, it's, it's kind of refreshing from that standpoint, because we just don't get the same typical, okay, I'm bad. So I'm just going to try to take over the city or the world. It's like, no, I'm a bad character, but I'm going to, Antagonize you in multiple ways by, you know, making a uh, uh, social media uh, cancel, uh, she Hulk or something, you know, <laughs> something different. and something more modern in a sense, so it's yeah, interesting. She,
0: it's almost—I like, don't know if you watched the show Succession, but it's kind of—I uh, <laughs> feel like she would fit into that cast where they're kind of like you said—they're not like super villains, but they'll find their ways to get at you. Yeah. Uh, um. But, uh, yeah, I again I I have no like we got her very briefly in the courtroom, other than that, that's like my only you know introduction to her, so it's gonna be interesting to track what's going on there. Um, but other than that, we did get a post credit scene, um, back to and I knew as soon as we saw Madison in this episode, I knew that uh, she was gonna be in the post credit scene, I was like, they're gonna love throwing her in there, so yes, we get a scene with and they're watching Sopranos. They're talking about their favorite drinks, uh, Wongers and Madison. So uh, I don't know if you have any thoughts on the post scene.
1: <laughs> well, I just thought it was uh, uh, meant for comedic relief. You know, it was something lighthearted just to give us more of the Madison character, like you said, and to potentially set up a future love interest for Wong. Because I
0: didn't consider that. It's interesting.
1: Technically, from what I've heard, other YouTubers say um, Wong's love interest had died in the Doctor Strange uh, Multiverse of Madness film, and his love interest was the black lady that uh, that sacrificed herself to try to take gotcha. down Todor with the cannon because the name of that character was the name of his love interest from the comics.
0: Gotcha. Okay. I did, hey, good pull. This is why it's great to have like somebody that knows the comics on. Yeah, uh, uh, that's something I never would have picked up on.
1: Yeah, so I think they may uh, try to explore like a love interest for Wong somewhere down the line. So.
0: Okay, so more Madison possible possibly coming through.
1: That's um, a show, maybe.
0: Yeah. Do you have any predictions about where this show's going? Um, to be honest, no.
1: Um. They can go so many different routes. Um, I, 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 did, I did see a trailer or a sneak peek of uh Matt Murdock and um, them him basically giving her like a prep, a pep talk, and um, they kind of alluded to her like kind of you know being a little flirty with Matt Murdock or whatever. And for those that don't know who Matt Murdock is, that's Daredevil. Um, I don't know, I, I really don't know what direction they're going with, with this character because I don't even know if they plan on having her a part of the Avengers. And this is not to get too far off in the comics, but this is one of the things that frustrated me as a kid uh, with a lot of the comics, but they actually have that opportunity to explore these different routes is that in the comics, uh, especially in the 90s, a lot of the characters they kind of did what they're doing now in the film as far as like with the multiverse where one minute Spider-Man would be, you know, your neighbor, uh, uh, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And then the next minute he'll be a part of Fantastic Four. So there's a lot of times where a character like She-Hulk may be a part of the Avengers, but then again, she may be seen just helping out X-Men for a while. So I say that to say I don't know what direction they're, they're going with this character or any of the characters that we've seen so far. Um, but I am excited uh, with the direction that they're going so far and with the, the, the different tones that they're going with a lot of these characters. It, it's, just, it's just refreshing, at least for a first impression standpoint.
0: Yeah, no, I I uh, I totally agree. I mean, I'm also very excited to see Matt Murdock. I I uh, I'm watching Daredevil for the first time, um, and I was hoping to finish it before he shows up. I don't think that's gonna happen.
1: No, uh, are, you, are, are you watching the uh, Netflix series or yeah or yeah the series?
0: series Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, well, he's he's a pretty cool character. I, I don't know if you know too much about.
0: Matt I'm Mur- almost done with season one, uh, but I yeah, I don't know much about as far as like the comics and all that.
1: Yeah, they're they're both lawyers and there's been times in the comics where, you know, they kind of bump heads from a legal standpoint, but nothing really serious. So once they told me that She-Hulk was getting her own show, I was like, oh, Matt Murdock has to show up. You know, (laughs) it it has to be a little court battle between them two at some point. So it's exciting.
0: Well, there you go. Uh, Interesting. So um, that's the episode. But I have some other questions for you. Okay. Um, my first one is tomorrow's a big day for Marvel fans. It's D twenty three. There's going to be a lot of announcements. Um, uh, probably like you know some trailers for maybe like a second Black Panther trailer. You know right. stuff we already knew was coming. But do you have any predictions for what they might give us tomorrow? Anything okay. like like a new trailer or maybe a new series or something? One of
1: my predictions is we may get some hint or at least a poster for the Thunderbolts. Um, are you familiar with the Thunderbolts?
0: I've heard enough to understand kind of what it is. <laughs> so uh, I haven't read the comics, but I get the point. Yeah,
1: um, I'm, I'm, I'm speculating that. Um, unfortunately, I'm a fan of the X-Men. And outside of X-Men 97, I don't think we will get a live action, um, n- any type of news on X-Men yet. Um, I think personally, as far as the X-Men, the way they're going to introduce those characters, they may introduce Wolverine in a future movie or I don't know. There there's a lot of different routes they can go with that. I do believe we may get another Black Panther trailer. Um
0: what about a big one people have been theorizing is the Fantastic Four cast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been I've been hearing different rumors about uh casting rumors with the Fantastic Four. I believe that we may get the reveal of uh that cast, as well as I also think that we may Gets a Deadpool reveal as well, maybe. um cool. Yeah, it would be. I, I'm I'm trying to give uh, a more. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm I'm basically trying to give what I think is actually going to happen versus what I want to happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. so, it's a fine
1: but, line. And just bring them all out, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. So. I know we're going to get a Black Panther. I know we're going to possibly get... Well, I actually do believe we're going to get the cast for Fantastic Four. I know we're going to get the Thunderbolts. Um, I, I I think we may even get a, uh, um, a teaser trailer of Blade. Um, oh, that would be cool. Yeah, as well as Agatha. I think we're going to get... Or definitely, we're going to get Echo her her series. We're definitely as well as it's it's so much stuff coming out of Marvel. I'm trying to think of everything.
0: Let me ask you this: Do you like Echo that character?
1: The character I wasn't familiar with, but after watching the Hawkeye series, um, I thought her character was pretty interesting. Um, I'm interested to see what happened with the whole cliffhanger with her and kingpin do i think he's dead no um but i do like her character and i'm you know excited for her show um i actually liked kate bishops uh hawkeye I um, i thought that she was out of all the newer characters introduced her and um sylvie were two of my favorites so far um yeah, I mean we're oh that's another one. I think we're gonna get season two of, of Loki. That's gonna oh, get uh, introduced. So I can man, there's there's so much stuff coming out.
0: It's I can It's a lot. I can't think <laughs> of everything. Yeah, no, I, I think you hit the nail on that. I I, uh, I definitely see a lot of that stuff coming down the pipe. Um, so another thing that we do here on Star Wars to close out the episode, um, sometimes we do it, uh, but I, I want to get it from you. Well, we we like to talk about things that are kind of outside of Marvel. Um, like, is there any TV show you're watching, any movie you've seen recently that you want to tell the audience to check out?
1: Well, um, oh boy, um, or it
0: could be a or it could be a comic book even.
1: Well, um, as far as comics, I'm kind of a little bit stuck in the past. One comic that I just read, it came out a few years ago, but I finally read it, um, was the He-Man Thundercats uh, uh, team up and I thought that comic book was amazing. I made a post about it. I personally gave it an 8 out of 10 only because I felt like it could have been a little bit longer but, uh, that's definitely an amazing comic from DC. As far as television series. Um, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Um, I'm excited for this Andor series that's coming out on the 21st, I believe. Um, Diego Luna is a phenomenal actor. Everything I've seen him in was amazing. Um, I just finished Obi-Wan not too long ago. Um, I have heard some rumors that Mace Windu (laughs) is still alive. So that's kind of interesting. Um,
0: Let me ask you it, this. Do you want him to be alive? Would you like it if they brought him back, like in the future?
1: Uh, it, <laughs> Yes. There, there's so many different, like, routes that they can go with Star Wars as well that, yes, to answer that question directly, yes. I would like for him to still be alive, but I'm interested to see – What direction they uh, decide to go with with future Star Wars to kind of continue to uh, continue the story after the whole you know Skywalker saga. So,
0: you know, actually, I think instead of bringing him back to life, what I would like is a Mace Windu prequel movie. Get him as like a young Jedi in training. I think that would be awesome.
1: Yeah, I think I think it would be as well. Um, A lot of people. Kind of gave the Obi Wan show kind of a little backlash for the whole uh him taking care of Leia versus you know protecting Luke the entire series because it, in a lot of people's opinions, it kind of changed the dynamic of their relationship in a sense when he died in uh uh what was that, A New Hope? Yeah, so um, yeah, uh, all in all, once again, I, I, I felt like. It was a great show as well. Um, Ewan McGregor, he's a, he's another phenomenal actor. I like that. Liam Neeson showed up at the end. Yeah. Uh, I, I would recommend, you know, Star Wars fans to check that show out as well.
0: Yeah. So. Well, Marcus, uh, thank you so much for doing this. This is a blast talking to you. Uh, I
1: want...
0: Yeah, 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 we'll have you back too. Maybe we'll get to you for Star Wars next time. Oh, uh, yeah. But... I want to give you the chance to uh, tell people where they can find you online and what you're up to and what you're creating.
1: Okay. So um, you can find me on Instagram at Marcus underscore Hilson, as well as on Twitch at Marcus Hilson. Um, I'm I was uh, having a YouTube channel, but I decided to stay off of YouTube and just focus on my Twitch and my Instagram. So Basically, you can find me on those two platforms, and I actually have my own mobile game out. It's called The Kong Superfighter. I will be doing updates to that game in the future, but you can find that in the Google Play Store, so definitely download that. It's free, and let me know what changes you would like to see made for that game as well. Right now, it's kind of in its test phase, but it's a, it's a free game that's out to download, and check out some of my content over at twitch and instagram so
0: wait so tell me your twitch one more time because i want to make sure i follow you
1: yeah it's uh marcus hilson
0: gotcha marcus hilson okay awesome hey marcus again thank you so much for doing this um i'm gonna i'm gonna close this out here with a couple comments for the audience um i like to remind you guys to rate and review us on itunes and spotify preferably five stars uh also please subscribe because we're gonna be here every single week And, uh, yeah, uh, we got Andor. Like you said, we got Andor coming up. We'll be talking about that. So if you do that, we will be straight in your feed. Uh, Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod, And check our show notes for some of our merch. We got uh, got some new shirts. We got some mugs. Maybe that's something you're interested in. Um, Also, ask us for our our Discord community because we have a little thing going on there. And uh, we would love to have you come join us. But that is all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time.